0: Hello there and welcome to that's not educational with Gloria kill that's me this month we have another exciting totally non-educational episode featuring a special guest park ranger nathaniel garrison have you ever been to a state or national park the people that work there and take care of the park are called park rangers wouldn't it be cool to work at a park Let's find out more. Roll the tape. And don't worry, kids, that's not educational. All right. Now I'm just going to say the first question now. Okay. Tell us about yourself.
1: My name is Nathaniel Garrison. I'm a park ranger with Tennessee State Parks, and now I work for Rock Island State Park although I have worked for Burgess Falls State Park and Henry Horton State Park. Um, I'm in my 11 years of service now, so I just hit 11 years as of the 15th, so going on number 12 this year.
0: Well, you work for a lot of state parks.
1: I've bounced around uh, here and there as a seasonal and then also as a full-time ranger. So
0: Is this your first podcast interview?
1: It most definitely is i've never been asked to join a podcast before i think it's pretty cool that uh well you're nine years old and got yourself your own podcast already makes me figure out or wonder what the heck i'm doing with my life
0: yeah it was um i was surprised when i got my podcast
1: mm-hmm. now
0: what do park rangers do
1: park rangers do a whole lot of stuff my goodness um, but we're here every day to protect the park and preserve it so that future generations you know when you're old and you have grandkids falling on behind you that the park is in a good good state of repair and the natural environment is still you know sufficient to have a good time in and get to see all the birds and mammals and reptiles they all still have a, a safe and good habitat to survive in so uh, that's our number one goal here is to keep these parks up and running and uh, keep that biodiversity up as well for all the all the critters that are living around here but you know we also have 60 campsites and 10 cabins so sometimes I get to make beds sometimes I get to work on the sewer system sometimes I swap breakers um that's just a couple of things there but we're also law enforcement so there's a lot of patrolling uh, making sure that folks aren't you know getting up to no good and make sure folks are behaving themselves and people are being safe I'm an EMT as well so if people do get hurt I'm here to help patch them back up until the ambulance can get here to take them to the to the hospital or you know wherever they need to go from there Uh, but we're also educators so I get to teach the public and people of all ages all different backgrounds about what makes rock Island State park special and what uh, what makes all of our local ecosystems special and then the last thing I guess I do is event planning so you know part of that y'all were there at the Halloween event and we're on the hay ride so that's part of the stuff that I help put together the costume contest and pumpkin carving and all that good stuff and We'll be going right on into Easter preparations here after the new year. So making ready for that. Those are just a couple of things that we do. We, like I said, we do a lot.
0: Well, you do do a lot. (laughs) Well, this next question, I don't know if you already answered it because, um, well, did you ever think you'd grow up to be a park ranger?
1: I had no idea I wanted to be a park ranger growing up. And uh, so... Growing up, I grew up in the middle of nowhere on the Giles County, Murray County line. Our closest neighbors were owls and coyotes, and so didn't really have to go to a park to experience the outdoors. All I had to do was walk outside. So because of that, my family, we never really went to state parks when I was a kid growing up. So it wasn't until I was in college and looking for a summer job that I applied to be a seasonal interpretive ranger and got lucky enough to be placed at Henry Horton State Park. And that summer of leading folks on hikes and crafts and all the interesting things that the seasonal interpretive rangers get to do, that's what made me think that, hey, I really like this. Uh, it's, it's a really nice thing to be able to see people, uh, see the gears turn in their head when they actually are learning about the natural environment. Uh, So I thought, you know, this is pretty cool, pretty cool job. I like the teaching and spreading knowledge that folks aren't learning in school. So that's really what made me want to pursue being a park ranger.
0: What's the most fun part about your
1: job? (laughs) Definitely getting to talk to folks like you. I'm sure uh, you've already learned, but I am very good at rambling and talking a lot. So getting to talk to everybody, that's the most fun thing about anything they want to talk about rocks and fossils or birds or reptiles or history i like to talk about it all
0: we're park rangers all right Mm -hmm. now what's the least favorite part about your job
1: least favorite part um that is a good question you know because not every day is you know smiles and sunshine i guess there are the the bad days you know When folks hurt themselves out here, that's usually, that's not a good thing. Uh, I am an EMT, so I'm trained to actually go and, you know, if someone breaks a leg, I can splint it and wrap it up so it's good and, um, you know, get them going around. But definitely folks getting hurt out here, that's the, you know, definitely not a good day. And but I guess on top of that would be just the paperwork. Like everything, if you talk to any adult that has a job, I'm sure there's paperwork somewhere in their life um it's definitely not the most fun it is very important to keep a good accurate record of what happens throughout the day but it's definitely not the most uh, most fun
0: my least favorite part about my job is how long I get to how long I wait to for my mom to finish editing this
1: well you're nine years old I mean you can start editing and working uh you know I'm not sure if y'all are using Final Cut or all these different software applications, but I bet you could do it. You're nine mm. years old. You should be in graduate school by now. Yeah, going to college, you know, taking advanced calculus and out uh, astronomy and all kinds of cool stuff. I bet you could do it.
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: Okay, we'll give it another week or two, and then I bet you'll really take off.
0: What is something that people... um. What is something that people do when they come to the parks that really annoy you?
1: Um, Well, one thing that really annoys me is people that litter. You know, people take pictures of the beautiful waterfalls and the trails and all the wildflowers, and then they think, hey, I should come and check that thing out. And then, unfortunately, there is a small percentage of folks that just throw their trash on the ground instead of putting it in the trash can. And it just, uh, well, ruins the, the atmosphere for everybody else. And it, you know, you know that stuff does not break down in the, in the water or the soil all that rapidly. And the animals can eat it and get sick from it. So littering is definitely something that annoys me. And, you know, we write tickets for littering, but unfortunately, we can't be everywhere at every time. And so, unfortunately, there is a fair amount of litter which just means, you know, we go out there with trash bags and we pick it up. Or if I'm walking through the park and I see something, I pick it up and throw it in the trash can. But uh, littering is definitely one of those things at the top of my list.
0: I picked up litter one time.
1: It mm-hmm. was boring. <laughs> well, it is boring. It's not the most fun to pick up someone else's trash. But it it's one of those things that is an immediate, um, immediate benefit. Uh, to your little community or if you're at the park to the park community and well even if you're in a city park or at your school or in a, um, a parking lot all that trash ends up blowing around and like I said it's not good for the environment and not good for our our plants and animals once that stuff actually gets caught up in the soil or the tree branches or unfortunately a lot of animals will eat that garbage too and it can make them sick so it's one of those things that, yeah, not the most fun, but it's an immediate uh, immediate help. So if you pick some up, you should definitely pat yourself on the back because you're you're helping out your local area.
0: Can girls be park rangers too?
1: Absolutely. My wife, uh, that's how I met her. She was a park ranger at Burgess Falls. And then she was a fall, uh, park ranger at Fall Creek Falls up until just last year. Um, but I do have lots of friends who are female rangers across the state there's not as many of them as there are male rangers but they're absolutely nothing that a, a girl can't do um, that a guy can and you ladies are you know just as you know capable and rough as tumble as any other guy around here so you can put a you know green pair of pants on and a tan shirt and we put you right to work <laughs>
0: What happens if you come across a bear or a wolf or something?
1: Well, if it was a wolf, I'd be very surprised. You know, you know, we don't have wolves around here. Uh, I'd be calling TWRA to figure out whose pet got loose or if something that escaped from a, a farm or something. Um, if there was a bear, I'd be pretty darn excited. You know, there have been bear sightings in this area in the last couple of years. Um, but there's unfortunately not a a stable population of them, so um, just like any other folks, you know, the safest thing to do is to keep your distance from a a big, you know, predator or um, uh, especially any sort of animal that's much larger than you are. Keep your distance. I'd probably take a picture of it, try not to disturb it, and then leave it alone is what I would do, Um, but maybe in the next 10 years or so, we'll probably see bear a lot more often around here, so It would be exciting to be able to see them on occasion without having to go far east Tennessee or north up into Pickett County, up into Kentucky. Um, So probably just take a picture and leave it well alone. Stay a long ways off.
0: Have you ever seen a bear there?
1: Not here at the park, no. Um, Just a mile down the road a couple years ago, a farmer said that he saw one running across his field, but like I said, it was just passing through. Uh, No stable populations of them around here, but. I would definitely uh write it down in my my planner if I did see one though. It'd be a pretty exciting thing.
0: Okay. Now, do you carry any weapons? Do you arrest people? Have you ever had to use your weapon?
1: I do carry weapons. I am a park ranger, so we have a whole bunch of stuff on our, you know, utility belts or whatnot. I have arrested people, um, but thankfully I've never had to use my weapon. You know, that's one of those last ditch things that I hope and pray that I never have to actually use. Um, But it is one of the tools of our trade as law enforcement that we have to carry every day. Um, So we carry our service pistol and we have a baton and pepper spray um, that we are trained in and have to do yearly trainings on to make sure that we are um, well-trained and prepared for any sort of situation. So absolutely, you know, it's one of the things that we have to do
0: you ever get scared in the woods all alone
1: i do not um (laughs) but yeah i was just talking with my wife this morning and i asked her if she'd ever been scared in the woods and she could only recall a couple of times when she worked at fall creek falls there and one was when she was being stalked by a pack of wild pigs that weigh hundreds of pounds and are very much deadly to humans um if they get angry um that was by herself in the dark, um, but, you know, when I was thinking back, you know, I, I've never had a situation like that, so I, I would definitely be getting nervous or scared if that was the situation, but, you know, Fall Creek Falls is over 30,000 acres large, whereas Fall, I mean, uh, Rock Island is only about 1,500 acres, so there's really not much for me to, to get scared about over here.
0: I love Rock Island. It's amazing. What's the strangest thing you've ever found or come across at the park?
1: Well, one of the most interesting things that I've come across is the Hickory Horned Devil Caterpillar. Um, they're very interesting little critters. Uh, they're about, you know, six or seven inches long, really big, long caterpillar, about as big around as my thumb. And they have these, they're green, and they have these really cool orange-red spikes coming off the back of their head. Um... Now, caterpillars, you know, they turn into uh, butterflies or moths, but this one is the caterpillar and it turns into the regal moth. And it has these big, long spikes that come out of their head because one of their big um, parasitic insects or a parasitic wasp that actually will come down and lay and will sting and lay an egg right there at the base of their head. When that egg hatches, it actually eats the caterpillar from the inside out while it's still alive. So it has those big, long spikes to keep those uh, parasitic wasps from actually laying their eggs on them. But they're absolutely incredible to look at. Like I said, they're six or seven inches long. Big around as my thumb. So you should definitely pull up a picture of one of them um, after the interview here today.
0: I'm sure I will. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And once you see them, you definitely won't ever forget them because they are they are very, very interesting critters. Do you have any kids? I do have kids. I have two of them. Uh one is three and a half, and the other one is six months old.
0: Did they like that you're a park ranger?
1: I think so. You know, the six month old, he doesn't really talk or do much just yet. But the three and a half year old, he knows I'm a park ranger and Uh, Well, he knows that his mom was a park ranger, and he thinks that's pretty cool. He's got a park ranger vest that he wears around on occasion, and just how I like to pick up rocks and, you know, acorns and twigs and all kinds of interesting things, he likes to shove all kinds of stuff into his pockets, too. And then (laughs) whenever I drive my patrol vehicle home, he likes to sit in the truck with me and Every now and again, he likes to fiddle with the switches to make the lights turn on. So mm-hmm. I think he thinks it's pretty cool.
0: I can see that. <laughs> now for the last and
1: most important question.
0: question. <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> Do you have any good jokes?
1: I think I have a couple jokes. Um, you know what's big and red and eats rocks? No. A big red rock eater. <laughs> you know, if there's two hats on a hat rack and one turns to the other, what does he say?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: You stay here. I'll go on ahead. Because hats go on ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Ranger Garrison, for, for joining me today.
1: You're quite welcome, Gloria. It was a real pleasure to be here
0: for joining me on this episode of That's Not Educational. Check back again every month for a brand new episode. This is Gloria Kell signing out.